Where did you dig up that old fossil? Going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. That's not a moment. We're all fine here. No, thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vettabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. Season 3 of The Mandalorian has dropped. And, and the Shamrock Shake is back, Kenton. I saw a sign this morning. So our cup runneth over <laughs> with with Shamrock and Mandalorians yes, alike. Uh, <laughs> Shamrocks and Mandalorian nigh. <laughs> I'm slightly more excited about one of these things, and it is, of course, the yes, Mandalorian season three. Uh, it's it was it was you know exciting. Of course, I'm sure you were up early Wednesday morning to yep. watch it. Uh, how was that? Oh, for I thought you? you were going to say to buy my Shamrock shake. That's right. Oh, they both have something in common: little green things. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, a- yes, I got up early. And uh, it's a short episode, as promised. We knew it was going to be short going in. That was the buzz. And um, I almost couldn't believe it. I almost have Mandalorian amnesia because I'm I'm so excited to watch a new season that when I watch it, it's almost like I can't. (laughs) It's like the excitement makes it hard for me to take it in. Yeah. Like like it goes by so fast that it's almost like I can't get my mind around what I just saw. How about you? Your mind is racing at, yeah. at, at what's what's happening. Right, you just can't quite, um, yeah, take it in. I have to admit, uh, we can talk about. We can just jump into the opening sequence. We'll go through yeah. each of these a little bit and then talk about what we thought of it. I thought, and I think there was a little bit of misdirection at the beginning of this episode. Oh, yes. Right. Were, were you? Uh, Do you think something different was happening? Yes. There's two possibilities. I think. Uh, two other possibilities of what people thought were happening. Okay. And I thought one of them. Well, okay, so we and, open and up. maybe you thought the other one. But, <laughs> but okay, so we see the armor. We open up yeah. with, the, with the smith or the armor or yeah. whatever her name is, uh, making a helmet. And I immediately thought it was going to be a helmet for Grogu. Me too. That's exactly. I thought oh, there's going to be little slits on the sides for yeah. his ears to stick out, and it's going to be his little helmet. But it was not. It looked like, I think they deliberately made it look like, a kid version of Mando's helmet. It was like the same colors as his helmet. Was it? I don't know. Uh, I want to say I, I well, did appreciate the the basic colors of the children's helmets in that scene. Yeah. Uh, as we come up, because we learn that it is actually, um, it looks like it's the it's the ceremony for this cult, this Mandalorian cult that he's a. That well, Jin some Jern. call it a cult. Uh, Others Bo-Katan say that's calls the, it a cult. Right. That's right. But she's bitter. But we'll oh, talk she, about. Yeah, she's, she's, not, she's, she's not a happy little. At all. She's a little bitter. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, she's ready to go on Oprah with her <laughs> she's story. Sulking so much. Yeah, but okay. but uh, yeah. So uh, and and the second thing people thought that was was a flashback. Yes, they thought it was Din. Yes, himself. this looks like Din. It's a yeah. kid. He's got like long hair. I mean, you don't know what he's looked like as a child, right? Um, so they have the ceremony. Kind of a you know, there's some some you know. Uh, alliances with like a, a baptism here. They're using water and they're like putting his helmet on. They're making a promise that he's never going to take it off. And then all of a sudden, a giant monster comes out of nowhere. <laughs> it's quite a monster, too. <laughs> well, did they think like it's a giant crocodile? It looks like, including Cro- it has like the roll it does, like the crocodile roll or alligator, yeah. whatever they do when they grab something and roll over. It does that. So that's insane. And so we have all these Mandalorians fighting off this beast. It's insane. <laughs> well, I thought I, I, I yeah, I, I was so surprised by two. And you're right. The misdirection really threw me because I really thought it's like we are. Wow. We're starting this with Mandalorian armor for Grogu is what I thought. Oh, okay, and, well, and I was like, holy shit. This is we're plunging right in. And so then when this happens, like it's so and you see the kid standing there. And by the way, the kid looks like Daniel Logan from uh, he does. From, yes. There's that element to it. Then, then, then for a second, I was like, wait. 
is, wait, is this baby Boba Fett? Or like, are we... Is this baby like, Django like, Fett? Well, yeah, are we like, that far right, back? Right. There's so many things that this seemed like it was. And and uh, and and then the, this guy, the crocodile alligator, shows up on the scene. And then you're like, well, now what's happening? And then I thought the armorer was going to get eaten. Yeah. Uh, like the whole... I was like, are they going to... They're not going to start by killing the fan favorite uh, right off the hop. No, but I, I was very much in the mindset that this was a flashback. I thought we were seeing Din Djarin's uh, ceremony when he became a Mandalorian. And this was, and I thought yeah. that, you know, yes, the armor is there. Yes, we have John Favreau's guy with a big gun. Um, yeah. But I thought they were just there, too. I thought they raised him, basically. I thought they were like his parents. I, I You know what I mean? Because yeah. you don't know how old they are under that helmet. They could be twice as old as, as Din. So, so that's what I thought this was. And I didn't clue in to it being a present scene until he shows up in the freaking spaceship. And I think it was designed that way. Yeah, I didn't I even – I'm like, oh, my God, this is all something from his past. He come, and then, boom, he shows up in his fucking fancy little spaceship. This is his, like the Millennium Falcon coming in at the end to, like, misdirect Vader at the Death Star. Yeah. Because you do go, woohoo. <laughs> when, it, when, it, when he comes flying in. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to take care of this beast right away. Oh, man. And but, okay, just my question is, though, like, why did they pick this spot? Did they, yeah. they just had no idea that this would be a danger? Or, like, they didn't scope out the situation? Or is it just that, like, just these beasts show up all the time in Star Wars? Well, I think once in a while you hear the story from Florida where the alligator eats the human being. And yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. I don't know, they seem pretty slow, but I don't think they're that slow. I think I think they come shooting out when you least expect it. Probably. That's the fastest they ever are. Oh, I love that shot it's of the, the helmet cam when he was flying. Yeah. That was cool. And it, yeah, and I guess you're right. They, it would have been nice to scope it out. It would be nice to have some, if you know that, that, that these things exist, that you have some uh, turrets there or some towers or something, to, to uh, some watchtowers at the very least. But yeah, that was a big uh, that was a that was a big surprise opening, and it reminded me a little of um, the Mandalorian episode where he and Cobb, Corn on the Cobb Vanth, got together to fight the the crate uh, dragon. The crate dragon. Yeah, it, it sort of had a little callback to that. I thought a little. I was gonna say I think they used the same 3D model for this because it seems to be about the same size as the crate dragon. Yeah, it might be. So they might have just started from the same place and built it out in a different way. <laughs> to create this giant crocodile, but I, it was a fun scene. It's a good scene. I also want to say that later in the episode, um, the Mandalorian has a clever line when something happens, which we'll talk about. Has a <laughs> has a joke. Has a joke. An Austin Powers joke, as a matter of fact, which Pretty we'll talk much, about. Yeah. But I thought that what I expected here at the end, okay, so you see the ship land, you see it's Mandalorian, you see Grogu pop up, and then I thought it would be great if the, if, if the Mandalorian got out of the out of the pod and said, See you later, alligator. <laughs> what do you say? See you later, alligator. Well, it would have fit with the other one. Yes, it would have fit with the other Although, if this were an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, we would have got See You Later, Alligator. That would have been in there. You know what I really is, recently realized about Arnold Schwarzenegger and his career in the 80s is that he was there was a deliberate yeah. attempt to make I'll Be Back his catch line for all yeah. all his movies. It showed he, up. He said it yeah. in everything. I didn't. I thought it was a Terminator thing. I always thought that was just a Terminator thing. But he said, and I knew he said it in Running Man. But yeah. he, there's something else I saw. He says it in like a couple, like five or six different movies. And it was like he just thought, like people just. <laughs> well, well, I think it was twins. Twins. Yeah. He said it at some point. It became a, a reference to his own yeah. movies, I guess. Right. And anyway. command, like Commando, with him in it. Yeah. Has- 4,000 tagline. That's the workshop. That's it, if, yeah. When you watch that one, it's just like, let off some steam. <laughs> like the guy's got a pipe with steam coming out of it. Sticking he lost out of his, his head. Like, right, he lost his head. Which, which, by the way, we will talk about again. 
<laughs> so yeah, we have Mando come in and he approaches the armorer and he's um And by he, the way, thanks for saving our asses, no Mando. No like, kidding, nothing. What do we need what do we gotta do to get a little thank you here from these like is there's a lot of sad Mandalorians walking around who don't have thanks for anybody. Is yeah. what we learn. Yeah, and and but she's still upset that he took his helmet off. Yeah. she's not having any of it, and he's sitting there trying to convince her to, to say like we teach of redemption and and our we're all about forgiveness or something. I don't know. He makes a case for it, and she says nope because our planet was destroyed. Nobody can be redeemed because yeah. our the waters of whatever it is um, don't exist. And he's like, but it does. And he gets this piece. He shows her this piece of jade. It looks like, um, and it's like crystal green crystal that uh, I don't know, says something on it. And it's, it's proof that Mandalore was crystallized. She says, um, he's so cute. Baby Yoda, like Grogu is just, oh, just the cuteness just is the best through the roof in this episode. Not every single scene. He's got a moment. Yeah. No, like different things. Like here, he's just kind of looking around, and and but he's like watching. You can tell he's interested in the conversation. He's watching uh, back and forth, and I get like this is all a puppet, right? They're doing this with puppetry, so it's just really, really well done. Oh, it's it's great, and it's not to the point that you just go, okay, enough already. Like we get it. He's cute. It's just the right amount. Like they have to be careful of that. Yeah. But I also think that when um, little baby Grogu went away to visit Luke. There might have been a plan at that point to do a season or something without Gro- Grogu, or maybe we'll take a break from him. And I think they realized the dollar signs. Oh told yeah, them, no. we need this little guy back for this season. Yeah, and boy, he sure adds a lot. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> this would be not the same show yeah. at all without him. Yeah. Uh, so they have their conversation, and she she agrees. And it's so funny. I'm watching this, and he's like making his case, and he's looking at her, and you're waiting for her to say it, and she's like. This is the way. Yeah. So she agrees. Okay, fine. If you can do this, if you can go to Mandalore, find the mines and bathe in the water, you can be forgiven. But I still somehow suspect that he's going to end up taking off his helmet again. <laughs> yeah, of course know? he is. Well, we need to see the actor. Actors get into Now acting. more than ever, yeah. Pedro Pascal is yeah. huge. He's huge. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so we need to see that face. But um, oh, this is a cool scene, too. Oh, yeah. So they jump to hyperspace. And we get a Rebels callback. A is that Star what this Wars is? Yeah, Rebels. I thought that's what this was. Yeah. Uh, so we see like the space whales that we saw in Rebels, and they're in hyperspace. Okay. Can only Grogu see those space whales, or can Mando see them too? And they're just accepted parts of traveling through hyperspace. I think Mando's asleep in this scene. So, so we're, are we meant? In this scene, to go well, Mando doesn't know about these. Only Baby Grogu does. Maybe. And the fact he's asleep is to tell us that he's unaware of this. That's what I took this to mean. Yeah, that could be. Um, I think it just it could just be that he's asleep, and these are like it could be these are things that are always there, but people don't see them because of the nature. Like because oh no, because no X wings have that kind of cockpit. But he's one with the Force, and um, they've right. already established that he has a close kinship with animals, with creatures, and yeah. like he put the Rancor to sleep in Book of Boba Fett. Like he he seems to have. Communion with the animals. Yeah, yeah, that's Seems true. To be yeah, thing. and I think you're right. I think it does have to do with the force. So you're probably right that only he can see that. Maybe. I think that's what that's meant to be. Right. But it scared him. It scared him, and he he <laughs> cuddles in with uh with uh, Mando, um, yeah. which was very cute as well. Yeah, these are the space whales that um, did they eat Thrawn? What happened with they, something happened with Thrawn in that? I believe in the okay. So I am not. So let's start by saying we are not the all time biggest Rebels fan. I'm a watcher. bigger fan than you are. Right, I watched true. the whole thing. I, I watched the last episode, <laughs> and I recall that um, Thrawn and Ezra, were they not carried away one way or another by these light speed yeah, whales? Yeah, I think so. They were. 
So we're going to see uh, something. They're in there. They're in right, right there. there in that way. I like the shot, though. I got to say, I really yeah. like the shot with the, that. I didn't even realize that was the ship right there, that tiny little ship, yeah. these giant whales. But just so the scale of these things right. is really good. It's very subtle, too. And it, and I like how it builds mystery. Like, if, you, if for people who've never seen Rebels, this is kind of an interesting. Yeah. yeah. They're this like, whoa, an what is this? Little I didn't even realize this yeah. exists in Star Wars, yeah. right? So very cool. I love that shot of him just kind of snuggling in and going to sleep, those two. And yeah. you really just get a sense of, like, the two, they just love each other. They do. Right? That's yeah. just, like, they just, they're in it for each other. They're there. Um, complete trust and love, and you just love to see that. Now we come back to, um, what's the name of this planet again? Navarro. Navarro. Dave Navarro. Dave Navarro. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, and it's prosperous. It's, like, booming. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> we'll get to, I'm going to skip ahead, because just yeah. the, the car, Grief Karga, my favorite part oh. of this, are these uh, two little, robots? These right? droids carrying yeah. his. Uh, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. We see a bunch of stuff. We see the the Kowaki monkeys. We see the IG statue. But when he shows up and he's got these two little robots carrying his train behind him, oh, it's so funny. That is gold. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> and it and I also like like he's so badass that like my cape dare not touch the ground. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. It, it, his ego is apparent in this. In High this. magistrate. Wow. Not just magistrate. <laughs> Better get it right. Yeah, now, yeah. this, again, talking about Grogu moments, him playing with the chair with the Force yeah. here is hilarious. Beautiful. Uh, just as they have their conversation, uh, he's trying to convince Mando to settle down. He wants a, a marshal. Uh, I wasn't sure if we were going to get a reference to Cara Dune, but we did. Uh, she's been uh, recruited by the, um, what was it again? The it's, New Republic. The New Republic and some kind of thing, uh, which was, I guess, supposed to be that series, <laughs> which is probably not happening That's been now. off. That'll never happen. Oh, yeah, happen. the Rangers. The Rangers of the New Republic. Yeah. That's what it was. But I think that either we'll still get the series and she won't be in it. Or <laughs> You know what that was the equivalent of? It made me laugh because I thought of Conrad Bain in different strokes going, how's camp, Arnold? Oh, it's good? Okay. Well, you enjoy summer camp, Arnold. Hang up the phone like, all right, let's get on with the plot. Uh, Gary Coleman is in uh, salary talks that's right. with the makers of different strokes. And that's sort of their version of, yeah, never to be seen again. We have to acknowledge that she yeah. she should be there like as a character. You'd, you'd expect her to be there. But, yeah, yeah she moved on. She I might have you- been the marshal of this town. Yes. Uh, that might have been the plot. Although we could get Cobb. Maybe Cobb needs a job. Oh, I think I think that's a guarantee. Because right. when he tells when he says that's I mean, he says to Mando, you'd be a good You'd be a good lawman. You'd be a good lawman. And he's like, no, not for me, kind of thing. Yep. Cobb. Because yep. we don't know what like Cobb is probably part cyborg now. And we yeah, we we did yeah. establish that he was still alive. They yep. made great pains to establish that he was still alive after that uh, encounter. Um yeah. and then we have uh okay, so this droid, I love this. Oh no, they're gonna go to the droid smith. It's sort of C three protocol. Very droid, much a yeah. C three PO esque droid that doesn't look with a different face. Yeah. Uh and then we have some trouble. We have pirates showing up at the what used to be the bar, I guess. I guess this used to be the place where he would meet at the beginning of the series where he would meet with Mando to give him the bounties, right? That's what, how they started. Now, I'm not 100% sure of that. Uh, I think you're right because he said this is a school. Mm-hmm. So don't, you can't Which drink Which we your, saw last time yeah. they were in Navarro. We right. saw baby Grogu eating the macarons with the with the other kids. Taking them from the kids. Yeah. So, yeah. and then this one, we see him take jelly beans. He's just got a sweet tooth. Uh, so we have some pirates show up. They want to drink. I, I found this conversation to be a bit much, honestly. I'm like, come on. You're just like... We want to drink here, even if it's a school. Like, do you think there's even alcohol in there, buddy? Like, what is? What are you thinking? It's, you know, it's like, kind of an idiot right now. Well, I think they just showed up to choose any fight that was possible. But and why? So, and as a result, they they um they were like, okay, this will be our fight. But it's like they were sent there from the the boss who we meet later, right? To to um create trouble, 
um, you know, create trouble for the law and order that's now in this town. Right. Yeah. I think it's that simple. I think they probably want to try yeah. moving into so they can, you know, sell drugs. But you you or... have to be out of your mind here. Like, first of all, Carl Weathers is a badass, despite you know whatever. Despite the ropes. Or, yeah. <laughs> Um, he's a badass, but then you got Mando leaning on a tree in the back. You're like, you're out of your mind if you're gonna, if you are gonna confront these two. Well, I was, I gotta admit, yeah. I was impressed with Grief Karga in this scene because I oh. did not expect that what happens here when he shoots. He basically is a very fast draw and he shoots yeah. then out of the guy's fit hand. And I'm like, oh, I totally expected Mando to drop in and save him. Like I thought that's what that was gonna happen. He can handle it. He shot him, and then, and then we get. <laughs> there's a lot, yeah. There's a, there's an opportunity for both men to show. Yes. That they're pretty quick draws. Yeah, yeah. Here, so that's and it's the, very. This is very the most western kind of scene that we I think we have in this episode. Sure. But Mando leaning on the tree, and then he stops leaning on the tree. Then he leans away from the tree, and you know that it's 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 on now. Yeah. I thought for a brief t- moment, like I th- this whole episode, I was worried they were going to kill some character we really liked in order to show like we mean business, and so I was a little worried that. Uh, Carl Weathers here was going to oh. meet his end. Oh, I, yeah. No, I hope not. Yeah. I've really come to like this character a lot, yeah, more so than I thought I would. Uh, and yeah, I, I have watched um, – I've watched through almost all of – well, no, I have watched The Mandalorian Season 1 and 2, yeah. and I got about halfway through the book of Boba Fett before oh. this came around. So I have not quite finished all of it. But every scene, like every time I see him in the show, he gets better. And yeah. it's, it's more interesting and uh, and a more to his character. And I just I I want to see more from Carl Weathers. I never thought I'd see that, say that out loud. But. Oh no, he's he's <laughs> he is amazing in this. And and uh, I remember Steel Saunders saying he's either the best or worst actor in the world, but I don't know which. And 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 it's like he, but he brings a physical presence uh, to the role, and it's everything we've seen him in. There is some Apollo Creed here. Sure. There's uh, there's some Predator here. There's there's, some, lo- there's lots of good stuff. There's some Action Jackson here. He totally knows this role. Let's put it that way. <laughs> he has played, a, but although he he really also seems to have gotten into this role too. Like he embraces his role in Star Wars now. I, I agree. I agree, and you I know, see him in interviews and yeah. stuff where he really seems to to like love being a part of this. So yeah, yeah. it does it does seem to be a good fit for him. Okay, so then they they dispose of the pirates, and then they take. Um, he wants to fix IG Eleven uh, for some reason. Mando is convinced that in order to explore the minds of Mandalore, he needs this droid because he doesn't trust droids. This is the only yeah. droid he's ever trusted. So he wants to rebuild IG Eleven. Um, which kind of lends up, brings up some questions about like mortality for droids and that kind of stuff. Like, are they just basically immortal? Uh, you can just repair them no matter what, or how damaged they become, or what? I, I don't think so. I think I, I mean IG Eleven blew himself up, uh, and it didn't look like much was left. So we're we're you know. We're we're imagining that there was enough left that they salvaged. They made a statue. Well, out they of salvaged his yeah. head and part of his yeah. torso and an arm is, is basically what they got there. So, and I guess in his head is his processing stuff. Um, but then they bring him to uh, a droids. Oh no! Then he first he tries to fix it. Right? Yes, they bring him to the droids after. Yeah. So he tries to fix them. So we have a nice little building montage. Sparky, Sparky. <laughs> and it's then- good, and it's good because I I like it could go either way. This could be your best pal again who's returned going, what happened? Or it could be the original droid uh, going kill, kill, kill. Yeah. So which is it going to be? <laughs> yeah, and it turns out it is the second choice. Yeah. He does refer to his original programming, which to me says, okay, nice try, but let's find something else, something, some other way of going about this. I would not keep trying to fix him if the original programming – like what he wants, what I think he really wants is Creel. Is that – or Queel? What's his name? Nick Nolte's character? 
Um, oh, the uh, Ugnaught. Yeah, 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 that's who programmed, who reprogrammed IG-11 right. to be the carrying droid. That, and that's maybe why he wants him to take care of Grogu, because his core programming after being reprogrammed was to take care of Grogu. But he showed that droids can learn. You can, you can uh, train a droid. To not with, to not have the killer instinct anymore. This is pure Terminator, by the way. He's, he's crawling around on the floor. It's, yeah. it's kind of horrible, actually. And here we, and it then, is terrifying. He's and then we, throws Grogu off, passes yeah. him off, and then we get the Austin Powers moment. <laughs> I love it. it took where, me a minute to realize that was a bust of uh, of Grief Karga. Yeah, it's yeah. A bust of him. Smash. <laughs> and the line not, that's using your head. Right, and that's there's a scene in Austin Powers where he goes, "It's a pity he wasn't more headstrong." <laughs> And then nobody lied. And then he gets another one. There's like, like three or four like, of them. Yeah, that's he's using like, your head. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, so I, I kind of like I, I and I I know that sometimes those those little quips come off as being, you know, like too easy. But I like that there was one. Yeah, that's all you, you know? need. Yeah, and I, it almost was a callback to Austin Powers. Yeah, I, I like. Almost, yeah, yeah. I, I like that. Um, well, I had it something and I lost it. Um, I can't remember the, the what I was quip. Say. Yeah, something the, the about bust. That. The... Oh yeah, I was well. I was gonna say I like that the droid had the wherewithal to just go boop, and just yeah. t- like just tip it over, and he knew it was gonna fall exactly on and crack yeah, his perfect, head. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, perfect. Perfect placement. So then they go to the droid smith, this and we have my favorite scene in the show. I it... can't get enough of this. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Um, so these are the same aliens that Babu Frick is. Uh, mm-hmm. So this is a, a nod to the sequel movies, yep. a connection to the sequel movies, which I never thought we'd see. Um, but I guess they have to start building it somehow. Sure. So we have uh, these guys. I can't remember what they're called. They have a specific name for this this species, uh, and their specialty is droids, droid fixing. And they saying and he talks adorably. Cannot be broken. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> they, kind of, they sound like the guys from um, Men in Black. Those guys who like hang around drinking coffee right. in the office. Kind of kind of like those guys. And they, um, I had the subtitles on, which I just have automatically now yeah. when I watch anything, just because uh, how many times everybody's mumbling on TV shows now. Well, so, or they're off camera. You don't see their right. mouths and when they're speaking. Sometimes you also learn the name of a character with the subtitles, which for Star Wars purposes is very useful. And so when you turn them on here, you can you can understand what they're saying a little more clearly. But I love the shtick between Carl Weathers outside the <laughs> hole. <laughs> And and like and he he's like translating. Yeah, I'm translating, and like you don't need the translation. Well, after the first yeah. one, I think Mando understood him, right? Yeah. He could could figure out how he was speaking, right? And he keeps he's like, I got it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, I know. okay. Like, and just yeah. when you think he's gonna stop, he says it again. He does one more. It's a it's funny hilarious. little comedy routine, and just seeing Carl Weathers' head looking through the hole is funny. Yeah, and also Mando has to sit cross-legged in this. I, I love that their storefront is a time. It's like where a mouse might live. A yeah, little. it's their size. Of yeah, course yeah. it is, right? Because their customers can't be expected to go in there. It's so fun. So I guess Mando crawled in there. He must have, happened? yes. And then yeah. the whole time, Grogu is just eyeing up these guys. and He can't keep his hands off these little guys. So uh, at some point here, Grogu grabs. There he is. Yeah. He grabs him and gives him a- <laughs> And my And by the way, my favorite lines in the whole movie, bad baby, bad baby. <laughs> You're a bad baby. Bad baby. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I so. love bad baby. Oh, it's so good. And he goes, that's not a pet. <laughs> and by the way, Grogu has been accused of being a pet. Yes, that's right. They didn't the say past. that last season yet. That's right. So, no, he cannot, he cannot cuddle with the little alien guy. So the conversation here is around the memory chip. And right. they say that he can't fix them because they have he needs some new memory chip. So now he has, got, he has to go get a memory chip. So now we have a MacGuffin. Yeah. Um, of things. So the thing for him to get. It's a very video game style thing that you need to get to advance to the next. Right. To the next thing. 
and he has a conversation here with with uh, Grief Karga about something. Okay, safe travels. Oh, he says just keep him yeah. keep him safe until I get back. Right. Um. Basically, he's going off now. I thought at this point we were gonna go like let's start this adventure. Let's go figure out where to get this thing from. Yeah. But that's not what happened. No, no. Uh, there's some. There's there's a there's two surprises I'd say after this scene. Right and uh, well, first off is the um, well. I guess we have the the attack from the pirates. Right. So we have this uh, nice little moment where he's like teaching Grogu about how to pilot a ship. I guess he's teaching him about the ways of the world, yeah. of the universe. And then we get this great scene through the asteroid belt of the just chase yeah. and, and battle. Like this is something we didn't get a ton of in the other two seasons of the Mandalorian. Is a bunch of we had a little bit of space battle, but yeah. I, I mean it's always been one of my favorite parts of Star Wars. And I do I always love seeing and it. And the so. asteroid field, great callback yes. to the Empire Strikes Back. Yep. It, it occurred to me as they're flying through there: Are there any space worms hiding on any yep. of these uh, any of these rocks? But we didn't see one. No. Um, so there's like yeah, good dogfight here. Those the bad guys. Turns out they were waiting. Yeah, for, for some reason I don't know why. Yeah. Oh no, did they say why? They were like. Well, now he wants revenge for. Um, they want killing revenge his four for guys. Pride, yeah, right? they're for, upset about the four guys they killed. Right, and so it's great. It's a nice little battle through the asteroid field. It's uh, well done. Beautiful. It looks beautiful. Yeah. And and interesting. Like it's it's not like your typical dogfight he moves nope. in different ways and comes out of nowhere like it, it's really <laughs> baby uh baby grogu gives us a little woohoo Woo-hoo. Like, yeah he like laughs he... he laughs yeah uh he loves it when they do, do this it, kind it of reminded stuff. me of daniel logan uh laughing when Django drops the uh those bombs in uh, attack of the clone yeah, yeah a little bit like that like eh, taking pleasure and and what they can do and in the speed of the ship yeah so but yeah this is a area is giggling so this is a great scene so he ends up Oh, yeah, then we get their boss. Yeah. He goes to talk to their boss. And what was this guy's name again? Do you he's, know his name? I don't know. It's the, it's the villain from um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. <laughs> and, and by the way, so another Disney series is yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. These are pirates, right? We <laughs> yes. find out. And then there we see the guy. And it is. It's very – and and a character like we've never seen in Star Wars. Sure, yeah. And I like – clearly he's coming back oh, at yes. some point. Yeah, this is a setup. Do you think he's like the big bad of the season or is no. he just like a side bad? I think this guy presents no problem whatsoever <laughs> to to, Mandal- to a guy like Mandalorian. Now, when, when the Mandalorian's not around, these guys might cause havoc on that planet. Right, yes. Like this – they could be really bad for that planet. But for Mandalorian, I think as long as Mandalorian's around, this guy's like Swamp Thing. <laughs> Is he Swamp Thing or is he Pirates of the Caribbean or is he across? I guess both. Yeah. I thought I immediately thought of Pirates of the Caribbean. Muppet, a little Muppet in there too. Yeah. Yeah. And the voice is familiar, and I, I, I now I blank on the actor's name, but I have seen him in yes. other things. Before. I looked up he's the actor. actor. I, of course, right away I want to know who this actor is, and I and same thing. I don't remember what else he's been in, but uh, and then I and part of me was like, why can't he just hyperspace out? And he does. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was the, my first yeah. question of, uh, when he does. He uses that little boost speed boost thing he's got. He used mm. it at the beginning, and then he used it again here to get out of there. Um, but yeah, he could have just done that at the beginning, I think. But whatever. He, then we wouldn't have a a nice uh, battle through the asteroid field. And then I did not expect this at all. No, and I, I yeah. gotta say, I'm kind of disappointed with this ending, uh, this final scene. I mean, it was cool. It was exciting. Yeah. It was like, hey, this is this is a Mandalorian planet. That's a Mandalorian castle. I mean, holy crap, we've never seen a Mandalorian castle before. And it's very cool castle, and the, well, and the droid out front is menacing. Yeah. 
Uh, and I'm sitting there going, wow, I can't re- wait yeah. to see all the details of this castle. Uh, no, we don't get it. <laughs> we don't get any of that. We just get him showing up and <laughs> Bo-Katan draped across her. Did oh. she just sit there all day on her throne, like draped across her throne? She is in, sulking? She is in a bad space. She probably emailed school in the morning and said she was taking a mental health day based on based on this. Yeah, she, like sure. she, She's just not having a good time. Um, she's been abandoned. None of her friends are around. She did not win the Darksaber like she wanted to or she, maybe she promised. Uh, of course, the Mandalorian has it. Yeah. And so now she's just given up and just said uh, – and she says, "Do what you want. Do what you want." Is basically. Well, she says, "Wave it around. It'll do whatever yeah. you want." Like she says, "Yeah, yeah. go go find them, and, and uh, they'll do what you want." But she's not gonna. She's not gonna come with them. She's not gonna help them. She's just, just gonna. Her body. Her body language. She is can't I be. Give up. She can't be the yeah. ruler, so she doesn't want to have any part of and it. And by the way, I love. It's like you need to go to the Bell MTS Civic Center. <laughs> she she actually says the term Civic Center. I'm like, what was it? Uh, the Mandalorian waters are located under the Civic Center. Oh yeah, and I was like, the what? There's no branding. That's a branding opportunity. Yeah, yeah the, no C- kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Civic. I just love. I love the term Civic Center coming up in uh, Star Wars. It's very funny. Yeah. The what? What's another one? What's another good branded? Um, TD Gardens. The TD <laughs> Gardens Civic Center. Oh, it's so funny. Just the ex- see what the she Excel says Energy <laughs> Civic Center. And here she's t- she's telling him. She said the planet she said there's no more Baskar left. Yeah. Is that what she's saying? There's nothing She's saying there's nothing on Mandalore. Yeah, this is yeah, not yeah. worth going back. Go ahead. You she basically says you have my permission, go back. Who cares? You're if you There yeah, there's beneath the Civic Center. If you think yeah. If you think you can find something beneath the Excel Energy Civic Center. <laughs> Then you're then have at it. Yes, yes. But uh, yeah, and then that's it. That was the end of the episode, and I was kind of disappointed. That that's it. I was really hoping that we would have at least one more step in the search for the um, the process memory chip or whatever he has to get for the droid. I thought oh. that was going to be the main thrust of this episode. But I it just kind of set it up. I kind of like though, and the Mandalorian sets up something that actually works in real life, and that is, no matter what anybody says to him, that's snarky. Or or rude or uh, or out of line, he just continues with a calm voice, like okay, I'm so I will go there and I'm gonna go blah 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 blah. He, not once does he take the bait from uh, from folks who are throwing stuff at him. He always responds by like as though the person has just said to him something reasonable and something that he likes to hear. So it's kind of like yeah, I have the dark saber and you wish you had it, um, and you're disappointed by it. It's like, okay, well, can I go back? And can I? He's, like, he's sort of asking her permission in a roundabout way. And um, she and and what he sees and and what I like about that ending is that yeah, she is she's given up Bo-Katan and she's just she's at a low ebb. But it won't be like like that forever. She's either gonna come at Mandalorian to get that dark saber, or she will accept the inevitable which is that he is the new leader and she will, I think, fall in line. And she'll either become his worst enemy or or his best his best uh, ally. Oh, I, I just you know, I just recently watched the second season and I, I was thinking back to what I was watching this. I'm thinking back to the scene in which like he comes up with the dark saber. He's like, okay, here you go. And she's like, yeah. did you did uh, did you win it from it? What did she do? He just gave it like Mando yeah. did not win it in battle. Um, well, he does. He does. He beats. 
Um, yeah, I guess he does. He beats what's his name? Uh, Gus Fring. Gus Fring. Why but- can't I think of his real name? What was his real fake name for the for the show? The what's Star his name? Wars. What's his name in Star Wars? The character's uh, name. Oh god. Oh god. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, we know what it is, but we just can't think of it right now. They talked about him too. They yeah. established that he was um, facing a tribunal right. or something like that. Uh, so he's in prison. Um, We're gonna. Are, can he get out? Are they gonna? Is it? Does the Star Wars law system work like our system, where know. it's like? Yes, you're right. We're letting you go. Like, what? Is it going to be one of those where we just go, come on, don't let, you can't let that guy go? Well, I don't know because right now as we sit in this, after this first episode, we don't really have a villain for this season. There's no, there's no bad guy. Uh, We've got that. There's missions. There's missions. Yeah. yeah, There's things to overcome, but there's no like antagonist or someone actively trying to stop him from doing what he's doing. So I think we still have to introduce that element. Um, I don't think it's going to be, oh, I almost had it. I almost had his name. It's it's. I'm gonna look it up. Go ahead. Yeah, I I. You don't think it's gonna be Gus Fring? I don't until, think it's gonna be Gus Fring. <laughs> from Breaking Bad. Um, and uh, I don't think I think the Swamp Thing guy is just a momentary. We'll we'll come back to him and we'll dispatch with him in relative short. Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon. Why the hell? Oh, so dumb that I couldn't think of that. <laughs> so bad. So bad. Uh, I have no business calling myself a Star Wars. Whatever. Fan. It's it's I mean, yeah. he wasn't in, wasn't even in the episode, so who cares, yeah. right? But uh anyway, yeah. Um I just think they they have to come up with something to 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 it's not going to be easy, right? He's going to have to explore. There's probably right? going to be monsters in that. What is going to be under there? It's going to be yeah, there can be any kinds of and what kind of discoveries might he find under there? You know, like in ter- not like just monsters. Game. What might be down there? It's like and, it's like the video game. It's like yeah. that one that's uh, that Jedi Order. <laughs> You're exploring and killing creatures. That's all he's going to be doing is killing mindless creatures. Potentially, but what if he finds something down there of importance in a, some other element of Star Wars? Like I think the whales are our first. Like the hyperspace whales are our first kind of Ahsoka tie-in. Yeah. Like not first. I shouldn't say that because she's been in the series. Yeah, before. yeah, yeah. But, but it's the, the, ne- first the next kind of iteration of the that. The yeah. bridge to that series has uh, we've laid that bridge. We started to. Ahsoka was also in Rebels. Yeah, I think she could show up in this. Yeah. I think that's still possible. I think there's a bunch of things that could still happen here. Boba Fett, I do believe, sure. will be called upon at some point um, during this season. I just think there's a lot of different things in play. And what I like about this, like when I first saw this episode, as I say, I could barely get my mind around it because I was so excited to see it. And then afterwards I was like, oh, gee, that was that went by really quick. But really they laid a lot of pipe for later yeah. in the series. That, like a lot actually happened in that 35 minutes. Yeah. It's that, all setting yeah. up one, like all setting yeah. up different things to, to take place. Like you've got to wonder, is Bill Burr going to come back? Uh, at some point, um, I think they're probably going to make a moment for every character, every popular yeah. character that we've had anyway. Um, hmm. Yeah, I think so. And I think the other thing the episode had to do was get us, get everybody on board what was happening because some people might not have seen Book of Boba Fett. Some people might not have seen other like other stuff that was going on because of those two Mandalorian episodes in Book of Boba Fett, and so the, the 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 show also had to remind everybody where were we, what did we do, what happened, and uh, I thought it did a good job of that, of putting us back into the world. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I did, as I said, I did watch uh, the first two seasons of Mandalorian and the couple first couple episodes of The Book of Boba Fett. And I have to say, upon rewatching it, I really loved uh, the series. The yeah. only bad thing is the mod gang, is the is the scooter gang. That's it. That's the only thing. I, I cringe every time they're on screen. But other than that, it's it's very good. So it I, is. I just think that that was like the idea of like one person's idea just kind of kept getting pushed and pushed yeah. and they just kept with it. Um, and then, the, but that's the only bad thing. Everything there's so much good in that series. There's it, tons there's so, of good. And I love yeah. like it, it all takes place in Jabba's palace and there's all yeah. kinds of things that happen. So I'm gonna finish it, even though I'm not. I didn't finish it before I started the Mandalorian. I still yeah. have a few episodes left. I still have those two. I mean, those two episodes, Mandalorian episodes within the book of Boba Fett, yeah. as I said, are a movie in itself. Yeah. So you. You can just watch those as a standalone story. Oh yeah, um, because that whole thing with him and Luke is just incredible. Yeah. Oh, it's 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 a beautiful thing to watch that unfold. We have not said goodbye to that in it by any stretch. I don't think. I I even like when I think about the future of the show. Um, you know, Mandalorian. Uh, the Mandalorian might want to learn how that dark saber works, and you yeah. might get the help of Luke Skywalker to figure it out. We might have two Jedi's in training, Jedi slash Mandalorians in training. It's certainly possible that that could happen. Um, I do think the ultimate way that I would end this series is one way or another, Grogu is the leader of Mandalore some, at some point in the future. Yeah. And the leader, the good leader of Mandalore who lives to be 800 years or something, right? Because they live forever. Yeah, that's true. So they're, they're, I think that's a great end game for the potential end game for this series. That could be a flash forward. And then imagine the adventures, right? Yeah. Eight hundred years <laughs> worth of worth of adventures or something. Um, I was thinking they should they might meet somebody else who you can use the force to train Grogu since he's not going to stay with Luke. Yeah, uh, and we may get Luke coming back at some point, but not on a regular basis or anything like that. So I think that you know if they could meet somebody else who has some knowledge or training of the force to help him because he's still using it. Clearly, he's like you know grabbing yep. jelly beans and spinning chairs, so he's like having fun with the force. Uh, but th- and th- th- that also brings up the topic. Topic of the dark side and will they ever introduce that aspect of it because it's the dark side it's hard to do with you such know? a beloved little baby i know but it he's is... got at some point he's gotta he's, he's gotta, gotta understand learn. how that works he's gotta he's gotta yeah. be tempted by the dark side but maybe he's too young at this point i don't know anyway it's an interesting um thought so yeah. what else anything else you want to kind of bring up before we wrap up i um what, what do you what do you what's your overall thoughts I, on the episode I, I really liked it i just thought it was too short i would have liked i think they could have and again depending on how they decide to structure it instead of going to to the castle that could have been that that was like that scene could have been anywhere yep. in this um because he said i'm here to join you like that's not why he was there he wasn't going to sit there and like follow along with her he was just there saying okay i'm in and he was going to go off to look for the memory chip so why why did we even get that scene at the end I didn't like that. I think it's uh, it's this whole episode is is giving us a reminder of what's happened, plus um, telling us that this is the important stuff that we're going to be coming back to later. I think all of it. I think every little element of this has has like we're gonna we're gonna see the Babu Frick creatures complete the fixing of the droid so we're going to go back there we're probably those pirates are going to attack navarro when he's not there and maybe be successful doing that the drop ship from the trailer with the mandalorians dropping out of it might be like fighting them maybe um i don't think that's the end of the series i think that's somewhere near the beginning or in the middle of the series that drop ship that's so cool um, I, I think Bo-Katan is either going to become his enemy or friend, uh, depending on how things go. I think the, I think the trailers that we've seen are the first half of the season. Yeah, like, oh, for like, sure. 
Yeah, they haven't shown heavy. us anything from the second half. No, I, I think this could go many different places that we can't fathom at yep. this point. And a lot of the scenes – oh, I don't know if a lot of the scenes from the trailer were in the first episode. Some were. But it was hard to tell. Like when you get a group of Mandalorians standing together – like with a rocky outcropping, that could be like that could be a hundred different planets. Yeah, so. I, I mean, I think that I think you're right. I don't think that's the final battle. No, I think that it could be like the situation that they're in when Mando comes upon them. Like, oh, they're they're in the middle yeah. of fighting a battle, then Mando stops by and says, "Hey, can you help me or whatever?" Like he's because he's gonna go have to go find those guys at some point, right? Yeah. Um, he's gonna show up and wave the dark saber around, and they're gonna follow him. Uh, She's so, laid that down too. Yeah, She's told so, us about that. Yeah. Like we've learned a lot about where, what we're going to do in the short term. Yeah. One thing I noticed, and I don't think it came up. He didn't actually turn on the dark saber in this episode, nope. but um, in the last season, he was having a hard time wielding it. We talked right. about the it's heavy. It's like he can't. She's like you're fighting the blade. She doesn't. Yeah. You know, and he has a hard time with that. Um, but I noticed in the previous season, Moff Gideon did not. So it's either they did yeah. not figure that part of it out yet, or Moff Gideon had time to. Figure yeah. out the, the weight of the sword or whatever that is. So I guess that's probably supposed to be what it was. But I just thought it was interesting. Well, that... I think it's different when you're – I think we saw him carrying it around, Moff Gideon, and, right? and a little bit of um... – Oh, he he does. He fights him with it at the yeah. end. Um, and it just seemed like – didn't seem like he was struggling. So, I mean, but, yeah, he's had it. He's been able to play around with it and figure out the <laughs> the way to work it. And may, for all we know, um, he's a dark force user or something. Or right, we don't know, yeah. Maybe untrained, maybe. I just have a feeling we're going to get a different villain. There's going to be somebody else in, in this. Um, could be know. the introduction of Thrawn, too. Could be the introduction possible. of Thrawn, yeah. But it's there's got to be some other kind of a something for him, some kind of person or, or yeah, for him to overcome. It can't just be finding... The mines and going through the mines. No, that's the, that's what he's going to end up. I'm probably soon. I yeah. think maybe next episode even. Yeah, where we that could have been built up to that, but I don't think it is. I think, I think there's lots of work that still needs to be done to liberate Mandalore, even if you go there and bathe where, in the water. Where does he go get the memory chip from? Can you go back to the manufacturer? <laughs> oh, to uh, Amy Sedaris. <laughs> that's right. Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where that's where we'll go back there and get get some hijinks. Okay. I yeah, think that's, yeah. it's got to be. Yeah, I guess. And then you can see Boba Fett while he's on Tatooine. Right, right. Yeah, and Cobb Vance. All those guys are on Tatooine. Yeah, so there's a, there's, there's a lot of uh, possibilities there. He could tell Cobb Vance that uh, my friend's looking for a sheriff. Yeah, yeah. And like, there's just there's just lots of possibilities. And I'm wondering how many, like, we're just blue sky thinking here, but I can't, I, I can't wait to find out how many of the things that we're talking about actually happen. <laughs> you know? Something's got to be right. Yeah. We've said so many things. Yeah, yeah, but we're going to find out in the next episode how wrong we were. That's right. what always happens. Did you watch yeah. The Bad Batch at all? Not this week. No, neither did I. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. By, by the way, it has not been a great season of The Bad Batch so far. And so as a result, The Mandalorian comes out and you're like, I'll just put that one on the back burner. Exactly. I, and I actually yeah. even, but I did look at the description and it said The Bad Batch encounters a strange spacecraft. I'm like, oh, fuck. It's just like every other episode. I'm just going to, yeah. nope, I'm going to do that later. And yeah. So when we don't have any Star Wars, that's when you watch The Bad Batch to get like a little bit of Star Wars injection into your, yeah. into your brain. Anyway. By the way, I almost forgot. We have a trailer for. Oh, yeah. Let's watch that. We, and we'll end with that. Yeah. So this is for a disturbance. In, oh, sorry. This is for A Disturbance in the Force, uh, which is a documentary about the making of the holiday special. In 1978, Lucasfilm made a huge mistake they prefer we all forget. The Star Wars Holiday Special 
Lucasfilm is still saying, Mark, I wish you wouldn't talk about that. Uh, nobody is allowed to mention this. No, you don't remember it? It is so bad, it's not good. You have to see the Star Wars Holiday Special to believe it. The Emperor said we can't show the special in this trailer. But rest assured, you will see all the clips you can handle in the documentary film, A Disturbance in the Force. The Star Wars Holiday Special is sort of like the holy grail. I wanted to see this more than I wanted to live. We're starving as fans for anything Star Wars. So funny and so stupid at the same time. We have seen something that we weren't supposed to see. How did this happen? To find answers, we traveled back and experienced the insanity of 1970s variety television. When 70s TV was bad, there was no description for it. How in the world is George Lucas allowing this to happen? You intergalactic fool. Think you know about the Star Wars Holiday Special? You don't. A disturbance in the Force. A story 45 years in the making. And South by Southwest. HolidaySpecialDark.com. That was a horrible trailer. Uh, well, it uh, in some it, yeah, it's it's cheesily put together. Um, but I like who they have. I like the Talking Heads. The Weird Al Yankovic. And yeah, Gilbert but I don't Gottfried. like Talking Head documentaries. What, what what else are you gonna do? We're gonna show footage from the actual holiday special. Yeah, they, show they people said they... in the documentary you'll see it. Why can't, can't they show it, it in the trailer? The trailer? Well, if it's part the of the film, they can show it in the, the trailer. Legal department. No, if it's a part, if but, it's, then they said stills. They're not going to show any of the holiday special in their actual. They movie. showed clips from the Donnie and Marie show. Yeah, and they have Donnie Osmond. Well, I would be, I would want to know more about that. That seems yeah. interesting to me. But that looks like a shitty seventies variety. Seventies uh, variety television. I love it. Well, I love I on. love the idea. I love the story yeah. of it. I I do want to know more about it. I hope this documentary can share more uh, information than I already know about it. Yeah. But that trailer was horrible. Well, it's you know made on a budget. It's going to play at the South, by, South, South by Southwest Festival. Well, that's at a well, pretty high level. <laughs> th- no, but this is probably a fa- this is uh, made by fans. So uh-huh. and and it's an attempt to also like if you don't have tons of money, then you make it look like of the era, and that's what that does. It looks uh, like it's from the '70s. I just I just hope it's more than just Talking Heads. I hope they have more. <laughs> Honestly, I've seen Kevin Smith in a million of these things. I've seen yeah. Weird Al's been in a few of these as well. Yeah. Like there are certain people that you just go to to talk about nerd culture. And they're just on screen all the time, and I'm tired of it. So I don't care. I actually don't care what Kevin Smith thinks of this. <laughs> I, he loves it. I know he does. That's why yeah. I don't care. Anyway, we'll That's see. That's what I, he thinks of it. We I do want to see the documentary. I am interested to see yeah. it. I hope that they get some good. I mean, I hope they talk. Is Bruce Valanche still alive? Bruce Valanche was one of the writers. I hope they talk to him. Oh, yeah. You know what? I do believe he was on the Gilbert Gottfried podcast talking about it. Okay. Well, they yeah. have Gilbert Gottfried on there. I hope they don't have him talking about Bruce Valanche. Well, Gilbert <laughs> Gottfried is now dead, by I the know way. he is. Yeah, yeah. But he's in the documentary, so they interviewed him before he passed. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, but it, it was good to see his face. Again, we'll yeah, see. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'll watch it. When is that coming out? They said, oh, South by Southwest, which is next, or the end of this month, I think. Right. And then, um, and then it'll probably show it'll up on It'll be on, on like, streaming, yeah. Yeah, it'll probably be on Prime or something like that. Yeah, I'm All excited right. to see it. Uh, but not as excited as I am to see uh, the Mandalorian uh, second episode of the <laughs> yeah. third season. Yeah, how many? So, ep- there's eight episodes, I guess. I I think that's what they've I been doing. Yes, eight yeah. episodes per season, pretty consistently. So I think that probably will be the case. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. And, and another few months of when early Wednesday mornings. Uh, but I did end up watching this one twice. I don't know. Did you watch it twice or just the once? Um, I did not. I did. I watched it. I will watch it twice. But I watched it once, and then I watched. 
maybe four or five reaction videos um, from people watching it just to see like what's the general consensus and people enjoyed it and they it's fun there's a few scenes that are fun to watch reactions to uh, including the first scene where everybody's not sure what's going on yeah. and uh, and then the the big cheer when the ship flies in um, and also baby Grogu hugging the you know they're not pets that scene uh, is a big one and the speculation about Bo-Katan I mean that's really that, 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 those are some of the major takeaways yeah. from this episode. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll keep watching and keep talking about it. That's going to do it for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dan Vadabunker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the Force hit you in the ass. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? TK421, you copy? Now I am the master. I'm taking an awful risk.